0: Moving to a different country is tough, especially when the country doesn't speak your native language. In this episode, international students talk about
1: their personal experiences with the language barrier as non-native English speakers. If you try and
2: maybe differently, you can use
3: This is the way most international students receive their information, from translation apps on their phones or computers. This is usually the most common language barrier non-native English speakers face, which is basic understanding of the English language from a native English speaker. However, Language barriers can occur even if you speak the same language, which I feel many people don't realize. You go to a different state, province, or even city in your home country, and the slang is different, or the accents are slightly off and hard to understand. Dominique, an international student who has been at the university since July 18th, faces these issues daily.
1: I feel nervous, and my classmates feel too, uh, because Oh, what should I say to describe in to describe this thing in English? I don't know. And, uh, um, I we we are Chinese. We like uh, you know saving face. You just, uh, in Chinese it means 要面子. We we don't want to be laughed at because uh, since we don't um, speak English very very well, um, we we think it's. Uh, you know, it's a little bit uh, ashamed, ashamed. We are, we are afraid, so we, sometimes we are trying to avoid talking with Australians, maybe uh, Americans uh, to, as, 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 as much as possible to, you know, to, to avoid being laughed at.
3: Dominique isn't the only international student that faces these problems. Most students have just recently moved to Australia, and for a lot of them, it's their first time they have lived in a native English-speaking country. And due to the fact that there are many other similar international students on campus, they hesitate to make friends with native English speakers, keeping them in their comfort zones. Dr. Craig Smith is a senior lecturer in translation studies at the University of Melbourne he was able to speak more on why this happens. It's definitely more more difficult for anybody communicating in their
2: second language. And when you get to a university level going to lectures, lectures are really difficult. Um, It can be difficult to meet locals, especially when there are so many international students. If there's only a few international students in the city, it's actually really easy for them to meet locals. But for the Chinese students here. It's tough to meet Australians and make friends with Australians. It's, uh, it's only a small minority of them that will be successful in that. I don't think locals are, local students are making a big effort to engage with
3: international students. After hearing Dominic's daily struggles with the English language, I reflected on my time spent in other countries that did not speak English. I'm a Spanish speaker, so I couldn't count my time in South America, but I did spend a day in Guangzhou, China. Having that experience where I could not truly understand anyone, I can only imagine how annoying it must be to face language barriers like this on a daily basis. However, in some cases, it isn't a student's first time living in an English dominated country. Gwen Lu, a recent graduate of the Masters of Journalism program here at the University of Melbourne, was an exchange student in Arkansas back in her high school days. Hearing her speak wasn't difficult for me at all. I could understand what she was saying and thought she even had great pronunciation for a native Chinese speaker. However, during our interview, she pointed out an on-campus experience that stuck with her.
2: There is one over experience happens to me is I'm going to get my breakfast in a cafe. Here. Here, on campus. And I'm not going to name that cafe. Um, Sometimes they will ask, what's my name? My name is Gwen. And I think they look at my face and they just assume that they couldn't understand what I'm talking about. I say that I want a flat white and I want croissant and toasted. She just don't understand what I'm talking about. I think it's quite clear. She's like, pardon? And she say, oh, language problem. I was quite surprised that. Flat white is the coffee I get every day and it's easy to pronounce. I know croissant is a little bit difficult, but I think you still can get that. But she was like, "Um, can you tell me again, what do you want, what do you want to get? and I repeat it again, and she's like, oh, song, okay, language problem. And she laughed at me, and she asked me, what's my name? I said, Gwen, and she's like, pardon, Gwen, I, I will have to say G-W-E-N, and she's like, J, or what? Yeah.
3: So that was your personal experience? That's
2: my personal experience. With and the cafe here. With the cafe here, yeah. and I was... Another thing is... I got a cinnamon roll and a croissant and she gave me two cinnamon rolls. She even didn't give me my croissant <laughs> and I told her that I want my croissant toasted. Oh my God. I,
3: I mean, I understood you perfect. I mean, it's, it's, it's,
2: no, no yeah. to me is probably I pronounce it wrong because it's early morning mm-hmm. and my sister is not ready yet. But. When she said that, oh, language problem, sorry, I, I couldn't understand you. I feel like she look at my face and she think she couldn't understand.
3: So she even verbally out loud said yeah, language problem. Yeah, she verbally
2: problem. out say language problem and she laughed because she asked me again and I, I repeat again. We do that like two or three times. The only thing that made me want to cry is I didn't got my Yeah. <laughs>
3: seems, the more I speak to my fellow international students, the more I realize that I too have been in similar situations. Although I'm a native English speaker, I have still come across my fair share of language barriers here in Australia. For example, something as simple as lemonade means something completely different to me than it does here in Australia. For me, lemonade is a fresh squeezed lemon juice accompanied by water and sugar, then served in a pitcher on a hot sunny southern day. You get done mowing the lawn and look back at the table in the backyard and realize your mom dropped off a nice glass of the refreshing tart drink. However, when I was working as a waiter in my first job in Melbourne, a customer asked for lemonade. I did what I thought was right and put in the system my version of a lemonade. When the drink went to the customer's table, his old wrinkled smile quickly turned to a puzzled demeanor. The old Australian man was quick to let me know that this was not what he wanted. That day, I learned that the Australian version of a lemonade was more of a soda than a juice. After work, I thought back in the encounter thinking, even though I speak the same language, there's still a big difference in the dialect. The next international student I spoke to was Jojo. She spent time in Canada, so she was able to compare the minute differences in the Australian dialect with that of the Canadian way of speaking.
0: I feel like, you know, you're really were Okay, just for example, uh, for the breakfast, I had, I had uh, the chicken sandal, mm-hmm. uh, I also added the, the rocket leaves, but basically, I usually pronounce uh, or just call these kind of leaves as the arugula, mm-hmm. not really the rocket. But first time I landed here, I was trying to find arugula, but I couldn't find anywhere. Oh, And ter- it turns out I realized, okay, the name is uh, the rocket, not really arugula. Cause, uh,
3: the rocket leaf?
0: Yeah, the rocket leaf.
3: Because I know it as arugula.
0: Yeah, yeah arugula, sorry. Was my, oh,
3: no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I've, I I've never heard rocket leaf.
0: Yeah, it's called the rocket. It's called rocket because you couldn't find like, arugula anywhere. Oh, that's weird. So it's only, yeah, rocket. So I was like, I was quite confused, but I didn't really ask anybody. So I kind of like, you know, open the coast, on um, the online website and trying to find out where is that. The leaves, where are the leaves? (laughs) So I just turned out, okay, realized that that was the rocket.
3: To be honest, when I first came to the UniMELP campus and saw the number of international students around, I thought it was different. I thought I had a leg up from everyone else because I was from America and spoke fluent English. But my confidence slowly started to fade as I kept interviewing everyone. While making this episode, I slowly realized that I'm actually not so different from my fellow international students at all. I was even able to capture a real time moment of this with Australian native Emma Elliott, who's an undergrad here at the University of Melbourne. Originally from Tasmania, she sat down to give me insight on how our dialects are strikingly different.
1: My dad's from Ireland, by the way. He popped over here.
3: Your dad's from where? Ireland. Ireland? What's Ireland? The country. Oh, Ireland, yeah. Ireland. Oh, sorry. I yeah. thought you said like an island. No, like no
1: this... I, I'm not doing your R, so it's oh, hard to actually
3: yeah. separate. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, there's a real time moment. Uncle.
1: Also, I love American accents in real life. On TV, I don't really care. It doesn't really impact because I'm so used to it. But in real life, American, okay, here's how I see it. I see British accents as being pointy, American accents as being like round, and I think Australian accents are like flat.
3: That's a really cool represent, like visual represent mental representation. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I feel like I, don't. I don't even have an accent. I don't even know how I would sound, but like, yeah, it's just that's interesting. A lot of people don't like the American accent. I also sound like I'm from up north. People think I'm from New York.
1: I love it. It sounds warm. It sounds friendly. Really? It sounds approachable. Yeah, I like the roundness of it. I like the way you say words.
3: <laughs> that's funny. We just had a real time moment of that. That's the, that was the exact thing that I meant. Yeah. Island. I yeah. thought you were saying he's Island. from Ireland.
1: But sometimes I, I can't get it right either. Like, I could be like, Ireland. Ireland.
3: When I started this episode, I thought it was just going to be a newsy piece about language barriers that international students faced. I didn't realize that it would evolve into something much more meaningful to me and uncover the true story that lied underneath. As I talked to everybody, I kept thinking to myself, hey, I've I've also been through that. Or, hey, yeah, it is tough to hear what Australians are saying sometimes with their accents. With that said, I learned that even though we come from different places and speak other languages, we still face the same problems. Embarrassment. Loneliness. Sadness. And in the end, we're all the same no matter where we come from.